Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. At Boyle Sports, we are taking darts to the next level. Bet £10 on the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix and new customers will get £20 in free bets. Customers can also enjoy the daily full house price boosts on every player and every match. Boyle Sports, this is betting. Good evening, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if that intro music doesn't keep you awake for the next 45 minutes. Myself and Dan have got absolutely no hope, no matter what we bring to the table tonight, Dan, because yet again, it's another late one from the Bull Sports World Grand Prix in Leicester. Delighted to be joined by Dan Simpson from the team. First time this week, buddy. How are we doing? Very well, thank you, mate. Very well indeed. Good to be um, good to be back on. Um, first time this week. Is a, is a, this tournament is a favourite of mine, so really good to be getting stuck in... Uh, I've been completely good. We were just talking before how I've, I've missed every other bit of sport this week and I've seen no football, I've seen nothing because it, it's completely got me this, this tournament. I love it. Yeah, let, let, let's just stick to darts as Lee Boyce would insist on at the minute. It's a darts show, Dad, apparently. <laughs> let's not talk football after... I know, because my team did all right this week. Bugger it, and his team are going to get smashed tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> but he will be on the show. Oh, I forgot. Uh, this is... Um, I'll get to that bit later, but I'm not on tomorrow. Lee is instead after Man United losing Europa, so please. Um, right, at night three of the Ball Sports World Grand Prix, stop waffling, Jack, and get on with the show. Just the four matches this evening from round number two in best of five sets. And, Dan, there wasn't many in the crowd again tonight, but those that were certainly got value for money. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've talked about these tournaments before, you know, in... in the obviously seeded draws, you know, we, we, we see, I'm not going to say that I think some of the darts, some of the games were, were, were a, a, a touch underwhelming, probably more last night than, than Monday. Monday night was, was quite good. Last night, I think I was a bit underwhelmed as a, as just as a, as a, as a fan watching at home. Um, tonight, I think is where the, the tournament really got started and the, and the big boys came out to play. Um, definitely value for money in terms of the amount of darts that everybody got to see. 
Um, I think nobody's complaining this week. They've not seen enough legs. It, it was they, they, they've they've gone the distance in in every game. I think Zach, we've seen every possible set that we could have seen this evening. Um, Six I, 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 last night, four from four tonight. Rest in peace, my sleeping bag. Long week. Yeah, I've, I've got a two-year-old upstairs who's probably going to be awake in half an hour, I would have thought. <laughs> he could end up on the <laughs> Much rather you than me. Uh, hello to people in the chat room as well, by the way. Jack says, what a night. Mike Green says, what a sport, 100%. Uh, Daniel says, hi, Potable. I think I might be a reference to Chelsea winning in Europe this evening. Um, evening all. Evening, Colin. Good to see you. Rob says, hurry up. Garby's on his way. Home, I believe. Um, he'll be up in Manchester this weekend for the Seniors Open Series event as well. Uh, Joe says, even an all shame about Johnny not at it tonight, though. We'll get to him very, very shortly. And Matthew says hello as well. Um, let's get underway then, Dan. We'll just go in order once again. This has been our uh, modus operandi throughout the week. Uh, game number one, absolute belter to start the night. Really, really looking forward to this. Two players. Seemingly on the up at the minute, two players that played very well. If they did miss doubles, it, it was at the similar sort of time. What I'm trying to say is, you don't need Tom Plasalva just to make a great game because I could have sat and watched this at this level for another two hours. Oh, that's superb! I think personally for me, it was a re- it was the most the game I was most looking forward to tonight. I think uh, before I saw the, I was a bit disappointed when I saw the draw because I think. Before the draw, if the two unseeded players that, as a as a supporter of of, of individuals, that I, I probably keep an eye out and, and look for the most at, at the minute because because of what's going on with my number one guy. Um, but you know, Ben Litton's on Chris Dobie, like I, I, I really I, brilliant lad. Always keep an eye out for him. And Eddie Lewis, I, I'm I'm a big fan of. So it, I, I was I was always going to be sort of frustrated a little bit to see one of them go home tonight but then elated that, that one of those guys was going to make the quarters and go on but I think it was it was a it was a really really entertaining game uh, the way I am um, so I was watching it with my wife tonight and the way I described it, the, the way the game was going at one point you know when you watch 2020 cricket and they have the yeah. predictor that's uh, 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 and I said like if, if this is if the predictor in this game would just be swinging from one side to another up and down and up and down because at so many moments in the match, it looked like one of them was just going to break the other one um, and, and kick on. And, and, and neither did, neither neither broke, and, and they both really dug in. Um, Dove's got there, got there in the end, but but not without a, a really, really solid performance from Adrian Lewis that I think he'll take a, a, a lot from. Um, as as the calendar's really tight over, over coming months, I think, he, he, you know, I, I do think he'll take some momentum from tonight. Yeah, I guess the story of this match is the fact is is the mini little comebacks, right? They're both on that sort of progression in their career anyway. This is the game that didn't happen two years ago because Adrian Lewis had to withdraw due to testing positive for COVID anyway. First set, Lewis out of the blocks, unbelievable, three 0 gets job done. Doby fights back to go two one up. A couple of years ago, Adrian Lewis crumbles in that situation, and, and nobody, I won't agree with anybody telling me anything different. From one nil up to two one down. Adrian Lewis would have lost 3-1 18 months ago when this game was played. However, goes on to level up, two apiece. Doby holds his nerve in a decider to banish some of those demons from the match play earlier this year and, and previous losses. It, it, it was just set up really nice. And as you said, it was crap almost that somebody had to lose. 
It, it was, and I, and I do think um, just when you talk there about about Dobby holding his nerve, you know, I think he he was the first one to say when he when he played the match play. He, I think the phrase he used himself was he bottled it, um, and, and and tonight he absolutely did not bottle it. Like he, he was, you know, when he when he took when he took that hundred out to to, to win the match, Eddie was sat on forty five, and 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 when he took all at that point, and that took a huge amount of bottle to to to, to, to ping that. Um, and, and, I, and I think that he might have exercised a few demons tonight as well, which, I, um, which, which is great because I think it haunted him a little bit, that, that experience of the match player and, 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 and feeling that that might reoccur and that you know, he, he has the potential to bottle it. But absolutely not at all tonight did he, did he bottle that. He, 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 both, both players really, really dug in and it just come down to the, at the end to which one of them was going was gonna to hit that double first and, and, and get over the line. And, and, and thankfully for, for Chris, it was him. It was indeed. Let's hear then from Chris in his post-match press conference, hear what he's had to say after his 3-2 win over Adrian Lewis. Well, where my game is at now, it's nowhere near where it was 12 months ago. You've seen this averages I was producing on, on the floor, on stage. Um, I was probably averaging, what, I was probably the top five out of everybody in the, on the Pro Tour. Um, and it's just been nowhere like nowhere near that this year. And like I say, I'm I'm gonna put that right. I, I know I can get there and I just need to put that extra few hours in back home and I'll, I'll certainly do that. There's hundred percent for sure, uh Aidan Lewis is on his way back up as well. Like, fantastic. He won one sixties, one twenties for fun then. Obviously what not in the Grand Prix but in the other ones, they're gonna be one eighties for sure and the only way's up for him again. I like that. A bit of respect between both players. I think, I said it on social media as well, the game was just played in the right way. It was at a nice pace. It suited both players. No antics. They just got on with it. And at the end, there was a lot of mutual respect between the player in, in a game that could have gone either way. How dark should be played? Yeah, absolutely. A really good a good start to the evening. And, and probably a sign of things to come. You know, it, it, it was just a proper solid good match between two players in form. Uh, you know, we didn't electrify. We didn't get the, the Hollywood finishes that we, that we saw um, a little earlier in the week from 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 Dobie, but um, but that didn't take away from the fact it was it was just a tremendous game of darts, really good. Hi, it's Johnny Clayton. Boyle Sports are offering price boosts on the full house market on every player, every match. That's to win the match, hit the most one eighties, and the highest checkout in the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. Uh, evening to Ryan Jackson, who says cheers from the States. Hope you're both well. Very well, thank you, buddy, indeed. And before we do move on, Dan, you mentioned your, your top two players were these two because your number one's a little bit out of form. I've got some news for you. Did you know they beat Phil Taylor in the final of an exhibition the other day? I did hear that, yeah. I did. We I averaged um, 102. I'm doing so. With, 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 with over 100 average, I think. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very positive positive sign coming out of Teesside at the moment. That um, that bit of news, it's it, it's certainly done the rounds locally, um, and we can all we can all keep our fingers fingers crossed that um, you know people think people are, are talking about Adrian Lewis, you know, being back, and, and nothing would make me happier than to see um, to see Glenn on 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 the way back to to top form as well. Did promise it in an interview with us uh, just a week or so ago, available in full on our YouTube channel, as are all of the full interviews 
with the players post-match. We're just playing you short little clips from their post-match press conference. If you want to listen to any of those in full, stay on our YouTube channel, head over and check those out after the show or in the morning when you're a little bit more refreshed than we are. Uh, on to match number two. And I could probably clip this from previous shows and just put it in again. Why is he chopping and changing? <laughs> it made no sense. Peter Wright gets overloaded against Christopher Tyski. He loses the first set. No, wins the first set. Yeah. Change darts. Loses the second set. Opts to keep the same darts and then ends up chopping back to him again at the end of the match. Finishes with a 90 average. Steady enough work without a tumble check out from himself. 40% on the finishing doubles. It's not perfect from Peter Wright, but he's still a threat in this competition. The one that has to be. A, a, a massive threat, and I think there were, you know, the, the, there were signs tonight. Um, you know, you, you're right. You know, didn't hit, a, didn't hit a ton plus check out. The 94, I think, was about the best that he got. But, but, but eight one eighties, um, and, and 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 you can probably marry those two figures together. In that, you know, the, 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 his scoring, his scoring was good, and he hit so many one eighties at the right times that he. He didn't leave himself too many ton plus checkouts to have a go at. To be complete, to be completely honest, um, it wasn't that he had a load of them and, 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 and missed them. But Peter, I think, yeah, we could almost do a gif, couldn't we? Just just hit that every time rather than waste our energy and say, "Why on earth are you changing darts again?" Um, he would probably argue frustratingly that it worked tonight. He won. He'd <laughs> say, "Well, it worked. Yeah, it worked, didn't it?" Um, I think we definitely saw better darts from him with one set than another. A hundred percent. Um, it, it was a it was an interesting game. I don't, you know, certainly not the back and forth that that we saw in the first game. Um, but Ratajski didn't lay down. You know, he didn't he didn't he didn't go away and he didn't give up. He he just didn't have the level um, to to really threaten Peter. You know, at no point through the game did I, did I sort of you know think that it was in doubt. Um, he even as because he did he, you know he put up a good fight and and, and Ratajski played played very well. Um, didn't play a million miles away from 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 his best, but Peter Wright at ninety percent probably beat Ratajski at ninety percent because he's a better dart player, um, and that's probably not far away from from what I think we got tonight. Yeah, do we think that Ratajski is another player who was ridiculous two years ago? Picked up just the one pro tour at the very end of last year, but was on a bit of a decline. Seems to be heading in the upwards direction again. But much like the two we've just spoken about previously, and Glenn Durham, and Daryl Gurney last night, and Rob Cross, and Kim Hybrex this season, there's only so many players that can be moving in an upward direction. This is the thing. Get knocked out of tournaments. And I think Christoph Ratajski is a, a, a victim of that right now. So I had, like, I had a conversation with somebody that, like, just as, you know, passing casual darts, finding the pub, like having, having a bit of a chat. And, 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 and they were talking about the, the, the you know, players on the rise, you know, and, and you know, new and old players on the rise that might have a chance of breaking the top 10. And I think the first thing I said was like, well, hang on a minute. Like, think of the last 18 months that Danny Noppert's had. Like, he's just broke the top 10. Yeah. Like, like take that, and that's what you've got to do to even have a chance. Like, to you know, to even... Hope somebody drops like a stone. I mean, Johnny Clayton has won what five, six televised tournaments in the last two and a bit yeah, years. Well, he, he is still world number seven. Admittedly, a lot of those are unranked. But you think about the success that Johnny Clayton has had. He's still world number seven. 
Rob Cross is only just behind him. Jose de Salza is still up there in sixth place. Jose de Salza is at £42,000 more than Johnny Clayton. I'm not sure if this is updated to... I know, because Clayton won it last year, so it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even come off his ranking yet. No. And, and the, the, the thing is, as well, is that that's, that's relying on, you know, one or two players tanking completely for two years. And, 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 and there's, you know, when we talk about these players on the up, we're talking at the minute of five, six, seven, eight players, you know, that, that are in that conversation of, you know, he's potentially the next player to break the top 16, potentially the next player to break the top 12. You, you're going to have to, you know, for any, for, for more than one of them to do that, you need more than one person to come out. That's how the rankings work. Um, I, I, I think the, the players sat just outside of the top 16 right now, by the way. Gary Anderson has dropped to 10. Uh, just outside the top 10, by the way. Gary Anderson has just dropped to 10. Luke Humphreys, Joe Cullen, Dimitri van der Berg, Nathan Aspinall, Dave Chisnell, Dirk van Dijvenboda are 11 to 16. Yeah. And we're starting going, well, Adrian Lewis can be there. Chris Dobie can be there. I bigged up Ross Smith the other night saying he can be there. Kim Hybrex on his way back. Daryl Gurney's on his way back. Rob Cross. <laughs> like, yeah. Where do How all these players fit? <laughs> yeah, none, none of them are due to retire, Jack. <laughs> no. Although Lee has just made a very good point in the chat. Even in the Mr. Boyce as well. First up, he says, evening, gents, none of this midnight finishing tomorrow night. Thanks. Yeah, some of us have got to get back from Leicester at this time. Yeah. Uh, say Jose's still got Grand Slam 2020 money on his ranking. Huge drop incoming. That's 150k plus, I think. So that was still 340. Yeah, it was still leave him in the top 16 at 150 grand. If it's 200, then he's struggling a little bit. 290. Yeah, and, and you've got to think as well, everyone else is going to pick up half a bag full of money between now and then as well. Yeah. But that's providing he loses first round of the slam. So is he even there? I don't even know anymore. Why are we still offering? Christopher Tyski. More rankings discussion because Peter Wright's provisionally due to go to world number one at the end of this week unless Gerwin Price wins the tournament. And if he does, Peter Wright can still deny him being world number one if Peter Wright makes the final. Yeah. So we've definitely got that to keep our eyes on throughout the week as well. With the war of words currently going on between Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwen and Peter Wright, which brings us on lovely to Peter Wright's post-match press conference. Well, it's up to them if they listen or not. I didn't listen to his interview, so I don't give him. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to listen to my interview, listen to the interview. It's up to you. So. Do, you do you enjoy, though, the, the fact that they, they do listen to you like I that? Learn it off of Phil, I learn it off of Phil Taylor. Yeah, it's just like I used to watch him wind everyone up, but like as he says, nowadays, everyone's got their headphones in. You can't wind them up in the background, in the back room. Everyone's going like, oh, everyone's so serious now. Peter Wright's turned into the master of the mind games. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm on the way out, so I need to try and win games. <laughs> Ooh. It's interesting. What, that I'm on the way out comment? It's an interesting closing line, that, isn't it? World number one going out on top. Is that his ambition? He fancies a uh, ride off into the sunset. Well, I think he fancies a ride on the seniors tour. I think that's where he's after. Of course. Maybe he'll be in Manchester over this weekend. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Can't quite see it. Um, on to the third match of the night. And look, on paper, this one shouldn't have been close. The head-to-head record in this one isn't very close. And if you look at the stats at the end of it, Van Gerwen finishes 10 points higher in the averages. But 
Stephen Bunting put up a mighty good fight once again. A superb performance from him. Another player in that category of players that could be 16 or 10 that we've just spoken about. But he just seems to run into the big performance from the top eight player far too often. Yeah, I think there was, a, you know, a week, it's, it's silly to, to, it seems as soon as we've got to, to that man's game, I feel like I need to use the sentence of doing the right things at the right time. And there was a little window in that in that match where there was a point, I think, where we're mad with a comment on, on, on commentary that it was two all in sets and Stephen Bunting has, had only won six legs. And I thought, well, if you want a definition of doing the right things at the right time, there you go. And that's it. That's what you know. If you, it, it was almost the finest lesson ever in set play. I, I think he, he, you know, he, he could have lost nine to twelve and 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 still and still won the match. Um, and, and it was it was a yeah, it was a, a real sort of um, strange mathematical equation. How Stephen Bunting managed to win so few legs and book it so far, um, and 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 get. But you know, Michael Van Gerwen was the better player. There was there was elements again. You know, I'll go. I'll, I I tend to always use the same sentence when we talk about him, like doing the right things at the right time. But he he was he was quite clinical in the way that he went about his business. You know, the, those six one eighties that he those six maxes he threw, he, he found them at, at the right time. Um, he found them when he needed to, and he found them when he was under a bit of pressure. The the relentless pounding of the treble nineteen was like like some of the some of the best or, or some of michael watching michael van gerwen at his very best always seems to be around that time where he finds that absolutely ruthless accuracy on the treble 19. that is when he is like at, you know in, in in you know years ago when when he was at his absolute peak when his a game was 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 streets ahead of anybody else it was that treble 19 that that really was the signature of when everything was clicking, and we just saw some signs tonight that that that's that's really clicking in, and and that's potentially a very very dangerous thing for everybody else at a very dangerous time of the year for that to start. For Michael Van Gogh to be hitting that sort of form with trouble nineteens. Yeah, I completely agree. When he switches that nineteenth, I think it was set three when he just went a little bit berserk with the with the ton pluses, the trouble nineteens, wins the set three 0 He's been missing that gear for a long, long time. And he's in the past, as you said, when he was dominating 2016, 2017, he knew when to just flick a switch, take the game away from somebody. And we've probably seen it more from Gerwin Price in the last couple of years than we have anybody else. And it seems to be that look, Michael is still not 100% Michael Van Gerwen, world number one, world champion, untouchable. But he is starting to bring back some of those traits to his game again. Getting yeah. better last leg deciders, got that treble nineteen back. He's got that burst of three or four legs that can take games away from players all over again without looking great. And that, and that's it. so. If if I've been really honest, like when when Bunting took that to two all, I sort of felt the game could go one way or the other. And and I and I felt that that whichever direction that game went was completely down to Michael. Like, I, di- I, di- I didn't feel at that point that, 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 that Bunton had an extra gear to go to. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He was, he was, he was almost he, he, giving it all he had, to be honest. You know, he, he'd given it all he had to get to keep on, on that turn. And I thought, well, you know, this might be the moment where if, if, if Michael realises, you know, he's pulled me back to 2-2 two, two, and, he, and, he, you know, and, and he could have had a bit of a wobble at that point. But, in, you know, honestly, it just seemed to be the point where, you know, doing the right things at the right time. And that, that's when he kicked on and that's when, that's when he really, really um, sort of laid it, uh, laid, it out, laid it out for everybody else that he's, uh, he, he's really here for it this year. He is. Let's hear them from the green machine in his post-match press conference. No, no, because back in their mind, they know who's no number one is going to be. And uh, I, I will always keep battling for it uh, till I probably retire. I won't stop. I won't, st- I won't stop hunting them. And I also will be hunting them. And then know what I will do. So that's why they're probably already making up excuses now for later. Nah, when, when people start talking about me, I know they got something against me. And they will always have something against me as long as I live. You know what I mean? As long as I play darts for. That's how it is. That's that's fact. And I can't change anything against that. Because I'm there. I'm always competing in the tournaments. And I will probably also beat them a lot more times. And the confidence is back. We've mentioned all those things about the game as well, by the way. A little chuckle there at that. It's a, it was a good, like, you know, he's, he seems he seems very relaxed, doesn't he? The one, thing, the one thing he never lost throughout all his downturn was the confidence in the interview, saying that everybody still feared him, that he, he, he'd start winning and whatever. And I was a bit like, just stop talking for five minutes, up your level a bit, and then go back to it. And I say the same about Peter Wright when he's playing poorly and he, he starts running his mouth, picking fights that you don't really need to pick. Gerwin Price is the same. Everybody knows how much I absolutely love Gerwin Price's Instagram account. Not. Uh, <laughs> just take it off the man for five minutes, especially after a loss, please. Um, but, yeah, Michael was another one who never stopped saying the same things that he was saying when he was world number one. And he just carried on that level. And now that people are back to, to take swipes and he's back at a level where he can compete with it, he's relishing in it. Yeah, very much so. Hi, it's Gavin Price. Boyle Sports are offering price boosts on every full house market, on every player, every match. That's to win the match, hit the most 180s and the highest checkout in the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. Uh, on to the final game of the night and the big story of the night probably. The defending champion is out. Johnny Clayton beaten 3-2 by Dimitri Vandenberg. Uh, yet again, going all the way to a fifth set. Uh, this one won by Dimitri, three legs to one in the final set. Um, 
But much like the previous one, look, Clayton wins the first set pretty comfortably, and you're thinking, here we go. Good, nice, nice work for Johnny, if you can get it, the way he was playing. Fell off a cliff, and the rest of the match was all about Dimitri for me. And it, this could have been three what could have wrapped it up three one that fourth set. Johnny's scrap to stay alive in it, and then that starting doubles absolutely killed him in the decider. Yeah, and I, but I and I think but even then I, I think it was even at that point it was Dimitri's to lose. Yeah, and I, and, and my only question, like, you know, the question that I was sort of asking of myself while I was watching it was like it, it I did wasn't about Johnny. Like at that stage, it was simply like, is Dimmy going to throw it away? Because I did feel completely like it, it was his to lose. Um, again, I just think I, I don't think Johnny's found his, you know, found his rhythm this 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 week at all. Um, you know, neither player was no Dimmy wasn't at a hundred percent, but you know, Dimmy at ninety probably beats Johnny at eighty. I think that's again, you know, probably not a million miles away from where. Where we were, where we got tonight, we probably got about ninety percent of Dimmy, but probably only about eighty percent of Johnny, and 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 that was fairly consistent. And 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 you use the word rightly, I think, in that Johnny had to scrap to keep level. Um, and, and and I'm not saying the game went in a similar way, but like we talked about the MVG and Bunting game, like it 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 was one it was one players to to, to mess up almost because the other was having to do everything they could just to keep pace. And, and you know, I don't think. I mean, you know, Dimmy, the the, the one five four was was very impressive. You know, there was a couple, there was there was some tumbles checkouts in there that were that were that were lovely. Um, he didn't. He it wasn't. He wasn't his best. He wasn't. The, the scoring wasn't particularly amazing. Um, but it, I did feel like it was always his his to lose. And there were moments towards the end where I thought he was going to throw it away. Um, I did. I, I thought that um, he was going to snatch. You know, sort of defeat from the jaws of victory more, more than once. I thought he's, he's not going to get away with it, but, but but he did, and he stood there. And and, and for all of Johnny's scrapping, he, he couldn't quite uh, couldn't quite pull him back. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the absence of scoring power. I think that really hurt Johnny Clayton in it, and I don't want to rub it in because I think he's definitely in bed by now. But if he does listen back, Jar had over 7.5 180s in this match. 21 legs were played. Dimmy kept up his half of the bargain. Clayton didn't hit a single 180 and 21 legs of darts. No, but I tell you what, it's not very often. Um, it's not very. And if you talk about the 180s, it's not very often that, that Johnny Clayton gets out 140 yeah. in a match ever. You know, ever win, lose, or draw. It, it's not very often that, that Johnny Clayton gets out 140. He might get the out absence of 180s. Like none. It's not as if he was converting them to better scores. Just, just nothing. Yeah, no, it just it just it just wasn't it just wasn't there, and and in this format, it, if if you're not scoring at, at the level you're used to, you know, if you're the one forty man and you can't find the one forties, if you're not getting in on your first visit and you're struggling with your doubles, then you're knackered. Like, you, you know, you you are you are up against it on all fronts because you can get away with not coming in your first time if you if your scoring's there. Um, but, but it just it just wouldn't all stitch together, and it was the wrong tournament for Johnny to not be able to to, to put his scoring together. Yeah, 100%. Right, let's end here from the winner this evening, Dimitri Vandenberg. Then we'll look ahead to tomorrow night's games. I'll give I'll give us a couple of lines tonight. The last two nights, it's just been tell me the score, and we're getting moving on. <laughs> We've got five or ten minutes to play around with, so let's hear them from the winner, which also answers Harry Carino. 1981's comment about who won it was Dimitri Vandenberg and this is what he had to say 
in his post-match press conference. It doesn't really matter because me and Pete will go up that stage and we'll be going as best as we can, as good as we can against anybody. We are not focused on who is in front of us. We're focused on playing the game and smash our opponents. Uh, don't give them chances. Just batter them from the start to the end. And that's exactly what my plan is now. I've got an extra day off from correct. Uh, I'll be watching the next uh, second round games tomorrow back home in the house. I'll be calling my family, just get myself into a peaceful mind. And then it's uh, back to business. That's the most important thing. Just me, my game, self-belief and give my best 100%. Almost a home fixture for him at the minute, isn't it, I think? Yeah, well, he is local to Leicester at the minute, I believe, with Damon Hector and Damon's partner and perhaps Jose as well. Um. But I think more interesting is the thing that Dimi touched on there is that his next opponent, which I hadn't realised at this point, is Peter Wright once again. Oh, yes. Former housemates? Former housemates. Absolute love affair between them for a long, long time. <laughs> then they played a match play. That's How long, that? long. <laughs> You're going to get frosty for a while. Apparently swept under the carpet recently, but the fact they've been... It's a bit like Price and Schindler. We're just seeing it everywhere right now. And this is another in a in the soap opera that is Dimitri Vandenberg and Peter Wright, who are both at the minute chopping and changing equipment as well. So, yeah, I, I, I think it makes it. You know, it's very easy to give you predictions on paper. I mean, we'll probably come to them later in the week, or maybe tomorrow night with voice. But it, it's it's not it's not as simple as that, is it? That that particular match, I don't you know. It's 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 not as simple as looking at the rankings and looking at the form and having a go at it. There's, there's an awful lot of nuance that sits under that that, that that needs to go into it. Especially between those two. However, you'll be predicting them tomorrow night with Lee Boyce, as you just said. Our job right now is to predict the four matches tomorrow evening, which I don't want to brag. I've got the pleasure of watching live. So um, let, let's have some long ones. Don't upset my driver too much. He does have to bring me back home. Yeah. Um, but we start with Martin Lukeman against Ross Smith. Lukeman obviously beating... James Wade, uh, Ross Smith coming from behind to beat Andrew Gilding. Um, where are you going with this one, Dan? Really, really tough, this one, you know. Really, really tough. Um, which makes me feel like it could... I, I, I'm just going to... I'll be dead quick in with it. I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go Ross Smith 3-1. Um, I just think... I think that Lukeman... I, I really like... I, I think Lukeman's great. I think he's a brilliant player. And he's and he's played, he's had an amazing run, of, you know, in over the last sort of twelve to eighteen months. But TV tournaments are, are a strange situation, and they're a strange beast. And and sometimes winning on TV can kick you on and get you some momentum. It can also affect you in lots of other different ways. And there's lots of other things going on. And you do lots of extra interviews. And there's all sorts of other, you know. And and I and I I think that in doing that for the first time. I'm not sure how easily he'll settle. I also think the crowd will be much bigger tomorrow. There'll be a lot more, you know, it, it, there'll be a lot more noise. There'll be a lot more things going on. I'm taking um, five idiots with me, so there's definitely going to be some noise. Well, there's at least six idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I just think it's an environment that Ross Smith's been in a lot more, uh, you know, a, a lot more times. I, I think in terms of the game that they bring, I don't think it's too dissimilar. Um, but I just, you know, Picking up the, 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 the circumstances that I'm going to go three once more, Jeff. Yeah, I think you've nailed it. And I think you've nailed the circumstances as well. The win over James Wade was Martin Lukeman's first victory 
on TV in the PDC full stop, aside from Euro tours, etc. So that's a very, very big step for him. And what I expect to come from that, pre-show tonight, we had a, a Chris Dobie feature with Mark Webster. It would not surprise me in the slightest if Martin Lukeman is selected for that tomorrow. So we'll have to do some sort of media in the afternoon. Yeah. And go out there and play. And... Look, that all adds to the pressure. That all yeah. adds to the, you know, it's the realization of the amount of eyes that are on you and how serious this is and how important it is. And 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 and, and I'm convinced you'll have had, you know, everybody, everyone he knows and everyone he went to school with will have sent him a text and a Facebook message and a tweet. And you know, it it, it, it it's a different it's a different situation tomorrow um, than what he dealt with you the night. And I also think that I just expect Ross Smith to get in that little bit more frequently and put Lukeman under pressure that little bit more than James Wade managed at all in that entire performance. It was dreadful from James. Lukeman was very, very good on double 16. It's, can he do that if Ross Smith is already in and 120 points ahead of him every yeah, time? This is so James Wade being six stars behind and then hitting double 10 and, and him having all the time in the world for the majority of that match to, to do whatever he pleased. So I've got the same scoreline as well. I've got Ross Smith to win 3-1. Chat room, if you are there, you guys can fire your predictions into the chat. We'll flash them up on screen as well. We're going to move on to number two. I'll flash up both sets in a second, though, uh, because I forgot to pre-warn you that this bit was coming. Uh, match number two, Daryl Gurney against Madders Rasmo. Very, very good win for Gurney over Rob Cross in the first round. Rasmo, probably the most adept at just moving around the dartboard in general. I don't think there's anybody else as comfortable as just hitting random segments as Madders Rasmo is right now. Um, longer format. Cameraman's nightmare. He's the cameraman's nightmare, isn't he? Looking around like that, all over the place. It's got to be Daryl here, though, hasn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's an interesting one. This because arguably, and there's a few that would argue against it, but I think it's probably the only the only game we've got in in this round where where both both players were not the favourites to come through. You know they've 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 arguably both caused an upset to get to get to where they are, um, which which sort of skews it a little bit because already both of them have caused an upset, so they're both they're, they're both they're both in line for them and they're both on form for an upset in this tournament. Um, I, yeah, I can't see past past Gurney. Um, I, I'm being I'm being really sort of safe in going three one Gurney. My instinct is he's probably going to be a three-nil gurney, um, and, I, and I'm almost covering my backside by going with a three-one. Um, but, but yeah, my, my gut's probably a three-nil. But I, I'm going to stick with three-one gurney. I think this is strange and annoying because when I did this segment with um, Liam on opening night, we predicted an awful lot the same for night two, and we're doing it the same now because I have the same <laughs> scoreline as well. Great minds. Uh, Daryl going to win this one 3-1. Match number three and the standout tie, especially in this part of the draw, given how many seeds did depart um, on night number two in the end. Um, Gerwin Price against Joe Cullen. If you're a... Without being disrespectful to everybody else we're now discussing at this point of the show and predicting... Whoever wins this match is a strong favourite to make the final. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's you. I was about to say you're almost picking a finalist from this from this side of the draw. Um, I, I'm going to say like Joe Cullen three two. 
Um, wow. I, I, the, I, he definitely Joe Cullen has it in him to to win the tournament. Like some of the performances he put in, like I was in some of the performances he put in, in the Premier League this year, and I was in I was in the stadium watching it, and, and I. And I was so impressed by the way that he played under in, in in bonkers circumstances, full of noise, rowdy crowds, all this different stuff. And 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 I think everybody knows he's got it in him to to, to win something big. Um, it's just when and what, like you know, it's, it's, it's sooner or later when and what. And and in reality, if you are you know, like, like, let's let's be honest, they've all looked at the draw, and 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 we can say, you know, like you know, a happy amateur can say. You know, if you look at that side of the draw, it is by far the easier route to the final that he's that he's in there, and and I think for for Joe Cullen, he, he's almost he, you know it, this, he's going to look at that and say like this this is you know Gezi Price is the hardest game available to him, but if he gets through that, he's got a really really good chance, really good chance. You look at some of the routes that some of the like you look at Dimmy's potential route after tonight, like that's a horrendous route. But I, I, yeah, and I just think you know I, I think he's got quite a lot of composure. Um, I don't think Gezi's yet reached full Gezi. Like I, I don't think he's yet there. I think he's he's another one that's just sort of up and down a bit of momentum. There's a bit of mind games going on elsewhere that don't involve Johnny Clayton that he's not involved in. You know, that, that, that's going on. Um, yeah, I just think I just think Clayton has a has a has a good chance tomorrow, and, I, and I'm happy to. And then we flanked to a three-two. Colin, not Clayton, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm quite intrigued about the contrasting stars here as well. Joe Cullen is nailed on to go double sixteen, uh, double sixteen to get in. Gilwin Price is nailed on to go tops and, and stay on that segment, and he's so so good in that. Just a little mm. triangle segment right at the top of the board. I think this tournament is absolutely made for Gilwin Price. He's made back-to-back finals. I'm struggling to see him not do the same here as well. I did back him to go all the way, I think, on the live lounge last week. So I think I'm going to have to go Gezi, but I'm going to say goes 3-2. I, I completely agree with Joe. The mentality switch in the last 18 months and the ability to win whilst playing poorly or with his B game is something that I just did not expect from Colin. When you look back at things like his world championship record and his history on TV, and that semi-final against Gary Anderson at the match play, you thought maybe that was all that Joe would amount to on TV at that point because he just didn't look like he had an answer to getting over the line. Yeah, he's found a, he has found something. And boy, he's found another level, I think, in, in the last two years. And, and I don't, it's not a level with his, with his scoring or with his doubling. It's, it seems to be a level with his composure and with his approach and with his, with his professionalism to being a... A professional sportsman, then that's why I think he's found the other level. Right, he's not better than hit, uh, hitting doubles than he was five years ago. He, he, he's just found a way of playing the game better. Hundred uh, percent. Final game of the night, <laughs> last on set for another belter. Nathan Aspinall already conquering Michael Smith from last on uh, on night number two. He has the tough task right now of taking out Danny Nopper, the new world number nine, as it stands. Um, who has just been incredibly solid, came through the first round pretty much untouched with some questionable starting as well, but he just seemed to pull it out of the bag every time he needed it. This is going to be some scrap. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going 3-1 Nopper. 
um, I think, I think regardless of the, I think regardless of the format, regardless of what was going on, if it was a first round match, I think I'd still be on Danny Knopper because I think I just think he's formed so good at the minute. Um, the way that the way that he's playing is is tremendous. The year he's had has been has been absolutely brilliant. I worry a little bit, and only he knows really coming back from the from the injury about Nathan's stamina or over or over long periods of time. You know, I, I listened to a couple of his interviews where he was talking about you know where he, he'd reached a sort of milestone where he could practice for an hour. Um, you know, and and that was you know. But I, I just think well, if he's you know, if he's practicing, he's played last night. It's, it's a long day on that stage, and it's a long night on that stage. He went on last last night, having practiced all night. In the, you know, and I, and, I, and I'm not sure where. Only he knows where he's at with his recovery. Um, but in, I think Danny Danny Knopper is, is by far the, the more informed player um, the, of the two. And I think with those other issues that are just circling around for Nathan as well with his recovery. I think I think coming up at three one is, is where I want. I appreciate absolutely all of that, and I agree with all of it as well. But I'm going to give Aspen an extra set. I think he goes three two. I think he scraps it out. Yeah, I think he's very decider. I don't think there's much more to add to that. And with that, Dan wraps us up pretty nicely for this evening. Thank you very much, to everybody in the chat room who has joined us throughout this evening. Uh, the Fallout Bar will return tomorrow night with Dan and Lee from the team sat where I'm sat, um, taking over so I can have a deserved, I'd say well-deserved, I'm going to pat myself on the back, uh, a trip to Leicester myself tomorrow evening uh, to take in the Ball Sports World Grand Prix. A big thank you to Ball Sports for their partnership throughout this week, for all of our coverage. Uh, we'll have some more um, offers, specials, and recommended bets on website for you tomorrow, as well as all the interviews from all the winners on our YouTube channel after this. Uh, the Super Series returns in the morning as well. Motor Super Series live from half past nine. And if you don't already do so, please make sure you check us out on social media. Um, Elon Musk is getting involved in Twitter, so a few of the bot accounts and followers have disappeared. And we like our numbers looking good. So, you know, and over there, give us a follow on Twitter in particular. Um, a big thank you to everybody for joining us. For Dan for staying up on his week of doing slightly less at work this week. And uh, we'll speak to you tomorrow night. At Boyle Sports, we are taking darts to the next level. Bet £10 on the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix and new customers will get £20 in free bets. Customers can also enjoy the daily full house price boost on every player and every match. Boyle Sports, this is betting. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.